What's happening, weirdos? Can you say it? What's happening? Oh my gosh. Go ahead, Val. What's happening, weirdos? Great episode. Thanks to everybody who came out. Poo-poo. Leela's here. To Atlanta, Charlotte. Poo-poo. And D.C. <laughs> you can say poo-poo as much as you want, Bubba. Poo-poo, poo-poo. <laughs> can you say uh, weirdos? Poo-poo. Okay. Uh, let's get to it. Thank you for listening on Super Bowl Sunday. If you like the microphone, sh- if you like the show uh, and you want to support the show, please try a Pete's pick. This episode is brought to us by our friends at Living Libations. Living Libations is a high-end natural hair, skin, teeth, eyes, whatever you have. They have a beauty product, a skincare product, a self-care product that is made with ingredients that you will recognize. For years, I've been careful about what I put in my body, but I wasn't being very careful about what I put on my body when it comes to like moisturizers, shaving creams, aftershave, uh, uh, gum care, stuff like this. I just was buying what they had at the pharmacy or worse, some weird kiosk at the mall. And I thought it was high end. I thought it was nice. I thought it was good quality. What, because it had uh, a French name or maybe because it was expensive. But of course, these products are filled with chemicals and toxicity levels that were just not intended for human consumption. And make no mistake, if you're putting something in your hair or on your skin, it's getting absorbed into your bloodstream. It's getting into your body. So this stuff was not intended for human consumption. It's not made for humans. It's weird. So if you want to replace these items in your medicine cabinet, in your shower with a beautiful, not only a beautiful, powerful, effective product with ingredients that you can recognize and a natural quality that you will see and feel the difference, but actually super, super powerful products, meaning not some like watered down hippie version of a product, but a badass effective version that's made with stuff that you can read those ingredients and feel good about. Living Libations is here to save your day and your skin and your hair and your teeth and your nails whatever it is. This is a great way to support the show because they have lots of small things. So you can show your support of the show by getting yourself uh, a tongue scraper at Living Libations, or you can do a complete, like Val and I did, complete overhaul of all of your products and become just a Living Libations house. That's what that's what we've done. A good example of how effective these are, their uh, exfoliant scrub, exfoliating scrub, not only is it made with stuff that you will know, you'll know everything on that ingredient list, It's way more, it's got more grit and more exfoliating power than any exfoliant I've ever used in my life. And pro tip, baked right into this ad, uh, it's super important to exfoliate before you shave. I don't know if you guys are having a hard time or getting razor burn. A huge pro tip is exfoliate before you shave. And if you use their ginger exfoliating scrub, you're going to get more dead skin cells off and a cleaner, clear shave. I'm sure that would be true for if you're shaving your legs as well. I just shave my face. So I'll tell you that. It works for my face. Plants, oils, extracts that you recognize as real and natural and it works like the Zen Shave is the bomb that they make that I use to shave. It's so clean and natural and moisturizing. You can actually use a dab of it as your aftershave. Try doing that with some weird anonymous neon green blue goo you shoot out of a pressurized can. And at night, both Val and I use their best skin ever moisturizer. Smells great, feels great, keeps your skin looking great and healthy and vibrant and alive. We use that before bed. But 
it, it's wonderful if you can support the show and living libations is a great great way to do it whatever you need to replace skin body baby if you have a baby or a child we lather in the summer months uh leela in their love the sun zinc based uh sunblock because it's actually natural so hard you type in natural uh, sunblock online you find a bunch of ones that aren't actually natural they're just for some reason it's a loophole they call themselves natural living libations will give you the real deal the real natural one that isn't filled with toxic stuff so go to livinglibations.com slash weird you don't have to use a promo code anymore just go to livinglibations.com slash weird and you will get 15 percent off and you'll show your support of this show we're also brought to us by our friends at Onnit, the makers of Alpha Brain. You guys know I swear by nootropics, and Alpha Brain is my must-have go-to nootropic. What is a nootropic? It's earth-grown ingredients that help your brain do what it needs to do. I'm talking about memory. I'm talking about concentration. I'm talking about focus. For me, creative work. For the past six, seven years now, eight years, I haven't done a podcast. I haven't written a script. I haven't acted in a TV show or a movie. I haven't even gone out on a date or sometimes just take a couple. I don't even have anything to do that day because I want my brain to be functioning at its highest level. It's not a stimulant. It's not like caffeine. It doesn't get you up. It just It's like food for your brain. I think of uh, goldfish are like your ideas. Alpha Brain is sprinkling food onto that t- on the top of the water for your ideas to nibble on and come to, I'm going to say it, fruition. Alpha Brain has been a huge, huge help in my creative life, but also just my social life. If you want your brain working well, I wish I knew about this in in school. I'm so glad I know about it now. I have it in the pockets of my coats. I have it in my car. I have it in my travel bag. Alpha Brain has absolutely changed my life for the better. If you like it one-tenth as much as I do, you're about to shit your pants. Give it a try. They have it in powder form. They have it in pill form. It's absolutely wonderful. Go to onnit, O-N-N-I-T.com slash weird. You'll get 10% off everything you see on that landing page. That's onnit.com slash weird. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm coming to Vancouver next weekend and more tour dates. And we're doing Largo on Tuesday, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Go to largo-la.com for tickets to that. Val's going to be there. And PeteHolmes.com for tickets to all the tour dates. Leela is- Leela is not here for the episode. It's just this intro. Uh, All right. Will you say, get into it? Get into it. Yeah. Chmi. <laughs> say it again. You say what you said again. <laughs> say what you said again. I've heard it before. You've never heard that before? That they say testes, one, two, three? I've heard testes, testes, one, two, three? Really? And you did. Do what you did. I said, do you, I've been watching a lot of Denzel Washington movies like your dad oh, on the God. plane. So I have a lot of do it, do it, do it, do, do, do what you did. Do, do it. it. I can't do his voice, but he's just like pure confidence. He's like, go ahead, go ahead. Do, do testies one, two. Like, I don't know if this voice is, I mean, I'm not worried it's offensive, but it's wrong. And that offends me as a craftsman. As a craftsman, as like a comedy craftsman. Denzel is, is, is such an icon that oh it's just God. so clearly, you don't agree? No, I just was like still eye rolling at craftsmen. Like, because I was thinking, what if somebody was like, I'm not a comic or a comedian. I'm more of like a comedy craftsman. (laughs) Yeah. Like a red tool bench. Yeah. I think like who, let's say at the same time, who we think of all the comics, who we think is most likely 
to, to say, say that. Ready? One, two, three. Anthony Jesselnik. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> like Anthony wouldn't say it unless you re- like he fell in love with you. Oh. And then you were like lounging on a beach and he was yeah. gazing at you and he was like, I never tell anybody this, but I've always thought of myself. I would never tell anybody this, but I've always thought about myself. I can't do him either. I can't do anybody today because I'm sick. Yeah, you're sick. And, and also. That's I, why, Pete. Yeah. It's because yeah, I'm sick. because you're sick. Well, sometimes I can directly get, affects your ability to do impressions. I don't know. Well, it's congestion and it's like singing, but it's yeah. it's not true. I, I can't do how much Anthony Jessen like anyway. How much did it used to break your heart when we would watch, like not together, but separately, when you would watch American Idol, the like early auditions and how each one of the people would always like all of the people who were bad would always say like, I'm a little sick. I can't. What you just said. <laughs> It was always, it was every episode. Somebody we were, would be like, I'm a little sick. So I like, I couldn't. And it just, I can't, I, it's too much. I, we, so I'm shooting something called the Pradeeps of Pittsburgh. It'll be out on Amazon for, 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 for free V. So you can watch it for free. V. v. Okay. All right. We, let's edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> and then edit it back in but can twice. We, can we edit it out of our lives? Can you edit that out of my memory? Isn't that? It's funny. That's what a breakup is. Ooh. It's editing someone out of your life. That's why. It's like, I want the movie to keep going. Right. I'm just cutting your scenes. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Uh, Just trims. Just trims. (laughs) Just trim this person You're a spinoff now. Yeah. (laughs) You used to be on this show. Right. But now you get to be a spinoff. Yes. And in your spinoff, I'm an unseen character. That you refer to. Right. And sometimes I'll come in and do like voiceover. Oh. Or like a cameo, like an awkward cameo to Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. buying corn in the summer. Yeah. And there I am. Or like you, you you run into each other and you have like a baby carrier on with a child. Yeah, because that, oh, and that's the end scene. <laughs> yeah. How many movies has your life been don't no, i don't mean years i, I mean how many like self-contained I totally understand you do question. you do yes. you do you do uh, you do that's you, you do that's you all right all right let's see it's the all right the you do isn't bad you do that is good it's not bad it's not bad it's not good when you say your it's not word, bad it could be poor <laughs> it could be piss poor <laughs> and it could be piss 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 Poor, poor. Okay, why do you let me finish? I don't know. I, I, I got my espresso. I got my Topo Chico. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Hey, sports fans. <laughs> oh, right. I Kansas totally City forgot. Chiefs. Uh, I don't know. I have no guess. I and, and not only do I have it's no the guess. Eagles. Okay, I was. I know say, it's the Eagles versus. So it's Don. I Henley, think it is the Chiefs. Don You're right. Henley and the Eagles. I thought Don Henley was the oh, lead singer of the, of Eagles. the Eagles. Okay. So that uh, that rock band mm-hmm. is going to play the halftime show, but then the Kansas City Chiefs are also going to be playing them in a football match? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I the only one that's think, that's noticing that, that it's insane to have like a classic rock <laughs> power band? Play a football team? That's ridiculous. <laughs> what's, what's next? Some example? <laughs> Some example that I can't because those are the only two teams that I can pull up. Yeah. Because those are the only ones I've heard recently. I actually couldn't think of another... 
so my family were were your family uh was your family hello still are english language uh was your family into the super bowl before you answer let me tell you my answer (laughs) i love that because you know what that is i feel like we're like exchange students like we're doing a semester in paris and we like just figured out it's like when you ask something yeah doesn't like most of you just want to tell them what you think exactly and it's like let's, let's do something real let's do something real like i don't even know what i think <laughs> what do you what fries do you like burger or mcdonald's <laughs> but even that one i can't wait to tell you that when burger king changed their fry recipe we all were like this is incredible this, and this is actually better than mcdonald's which but, none of us thought was possible. We did. I th- mm-hmm. I agree. I thought you were going to be like, and none of us actually thought that. We no. did. This is, sorry, sidebar, don't forget your Super Bowl thing. I've already forgotten it. <laughs> Family Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. But there's a really interesting phenomenon that I read about, I believe in the book Blink. It's either Blink or Tipping Point, Malky Glad. We Malky get it. Glad. You read half books. <laughs> I often don't read the last chapter of books. Is it just it's the a, last chapter? It's a chapter? personality quirk. Is it just the last chapter? Oh, you want my full, like, spill the beans on how I read books? Yes. Very often I read the intro and the first chapter and I'm like, bitch, I got you. That's how I do it, too. That's why Get we're friends. out of here. Mm-hmm. It's Brett Goldstein. has that great bit. You're boring. It's a great bit where he goes like the title, the title of the book. <laughs> the title, the title. Of the, I can't do you voices can't see it. today. It's hard. And or general. No, but you can't. he has a bit about how the title of self help books is often all you need to know. All you need to know, yeah. which is completely like, true. Swear which off. is why. I was I was on the flight and I was going to listen to a book and I was like I just can't listen to an intro like I somebody recommended this book that's very interesting about like the nine assumptions of science that are like mm. that are like not necessarily true and it kind of, it's not to debunk science it's just to kind of point out that we're all sort of floating in the same malaise the same ooze the <laughs> yeah. same mystery julienne of vegetables <laughs> perfect. <laughs> And one of the, like, some of the things are, like, not constant. It's like, I, I don't even know what it is. I, I can't, I can't, because I haven't read it yet. Because I was going to put it on. Yeah. And I knew he was going to be like, the presuppositions I of science know. are foregone and held. And, and it is my intention in this book to show that it's quite, I just wanted to go like, did you know? Like, just like, get to it. Yes. By the way, absolute zero is actually three degrees. Oh my gosh. Wait, just tell me the thing. Yeah. Tell, just me, the tell thing. me the thing. That's how people talk. I know, but I think that's what's get like what's wrong with our brains because well i wonder well we don't give it there's no foyer we're all just like right in the house yes and we because we're just used to like more instant stimulation over and over and over because like my sister-in-law is really good at reading fiction and i'm like i remember the feeling of loving fiction books and like scouring them like you do a movie but even longer for like the parallels in my life and the profound things it's saying about that, like I can relate to and things that I'm learning and all the like wonderful things that come from reading like a very good fiction book. And I cannot get myself to do it because I'm like, I either have to be actively learning a nugget of truth, like every page. Yes. Or it has to be some sort of true essay where like I'm laughing or I'm like inspired by 
the truth telling of it or That's something. That's why you, yeah, Jenny Slate's book. Jenny Slate's book is my favorite book of all time. But you love those little lean vignettes and Jenny doesn't go like, it's my intention in this book. She just kind of starts. Yeah. But I'm with you. There's something, and we don't, we won't stay on this topic because it's a snooze, but there is something going on obviously with social media. But even if you watch, I, somebody told me at, uh, at one of the streaming services, just in case I want to work for them, I'm not going to say which one it is, but one of the streaming services, like if you do an action movie, they will, um, they give you very few notes while you're shooting it. So mm-hmm. they're hands off, but in the editing, they're very insistent that, for example, if it's a Denzel movie, that's you, that's you. That's good. Thank you. It's getting better. Uh, you open, like if this stream, it's Netflix. If Netflix were to uh, <laughs> edit Training Day, I don't know if this is true. They would open with his character getting gunned down on the streets or like, like surrounded by 75 yeah. gangsters and being like, I'm, I'm King Kong, you know, that yeah. scene. And then it would cut to black and be like. 24 hours earlier yeah you know like that's what they want yeah and, and this is true and by the way it's not like they're doing this based on nothing they're doing it to give clearly the human brain what it wants yeah but what's then I, I just said we're not going to belabor this point what i find really weird is what the brain wants the brain wants pornography. The brain yeah. wants violence. The right. brain, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the brain wants sugar on your French fries. The brain wants. Yeah, we should not be listening to the brain. <laughs> that's that's my point. Yes. Thank you. Well, the brain. I, we can. Yeah. But can we get a little Michelle Gondry in there being like, of course you cannot open with that scene. Yeah. That scene is the, <laughs> that is the kitty You know, like you need a little bit of an artist yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. At some point, we're going to wake up in pods like Black Mirror, like yeah. in a room that's every wall is a screen yeah. and where it's just a bed and we eat rations mm-hmm. and we're getting everything the brain wants. So the brain has no complaint, but you're not getting anything. Okay. I'm going to say the soul needs. I think that's so true. Or even if you want to take kind of a less spiritual angle, it's a we're not getting spiritual. what the heart needs. Like. Yeah, yeah. The, this you're not, is what scares me. You're not getting me. what a human being needs. Yeah. Yeah. This is what scares me and what I think is the at the root of, you know, when people, I don't tend to get very scared of like AI stuff or virtual reality or like all of, all of that. But like, I mean, specifically, yes. like I'm not reading up on it and being like, oh my God, this is going to change the whole world and whatever. Like it may, but what scares me is the root of it, which is that we are just getting more and more in our brains and less in our bodies, less in our hearts, less in our souls. And the brains are ruling everything. They're winning. And so we can't even like, that's what's scary about virtual reality to me. And I'm sure I've said it on the pod before, but it's like, we're already in a virtual reality in our brain. We're already in an escape room. We're trying to get, (laughs) we need to go the opposite direction. And it's like, like the the Zuckerbergs of it all are like, can we get even further out of our bodies yeah. somehow? Yeah, wow. And it's just so it's just so scary when I'd you love to give see authority. Do like a really floppy dance. Oh my god, wouldn't you wear like a really like sacral like how you do like yeah hip yeah moves? like a big hip shaky yeah like a gyroscope. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's all in our bodies. We've talked about this before. But even when it comes to entertainment, like like I watched the Gray Man, uh, Gray Man, it was a, uh, it was um, Ryan Gosling, hmm. and uh, uh, Denzel Washington. No, <laughs> and I'm forgetting his name. And 
we follow each other on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> it no. doesn't matter. Oh, We're, no. I love him. His name's Chris something. Captain America. I don't oh, want to say Captain Evans. America. Oh, Chris Evans. I didn't want to say Captain America. That would be cool if you like were just pretending that to do like kind of a power move. Like, to make you say it? No, no. To be like, I mean, like we follow each other. He's a fan of mine. I can't remember his name, it, but like yeah, but you no, were pretending. That, that was... <laughs> You know what? I'm just trying to be real, meaning I'm so concerned with all of the filters and the pop-ups. I think it is cool that Chris Evans follows Of me course on. it yeah. is. Anybody but, would. But as I'm saying that, and, but that we reached, that we talked just a little bit. Yes. Because, come on. He's so cool. He's a cool guy. He's really cool. Nito Bandito. Nito Bandito. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, edit that, that finally, out of my yeah, memory. <laughs> yeah, edit that out. We just broke up. Edit that out of our lives. Anyway, but like there's the, the gray man started with like that formula. It had that like, mm. and I'm not saying it was a bad movie, but I, it didn't move me in the same way that other movies have moved me. Is that, it recent? Yeah. Oh, I would just like to see it for the eye candy. Yeah, no, that's, that's a big part of it. Yeah. You got Daddy Goss cutting his lines. He's always cutting his lines. Fewer lines, fewer lines, just more smoldering. Oh. More kind of like, and I say this with full respect, one of his eyes is just a little bit higher than the other one. Oh. Or he's tilting his head. That's what I mean. Why is that so attractive? It is, though. Yeah. It kind of looks like there's something trying to kill him, but he's winning, but it's got, it got his eyes. <laughs> but like, <laughs> he didn't the leave eyes, unscathed. <laughs> yes, it's like a scar. Yeah. Like, the, like a slightly, Denzel has it too. I've been looking at all, the, all these fucking travel I've been doing, any whoozle. Forget the gray man. What I'm saying is it's the same as our bodies when we're mm -hmm. talking about what our brains want. Mm -hmm. Candy, pornography, violence. I'm not saying this is what we always give it, but like deep down, yeah. your basic things are just like, yeah, I don't need a French art film. Just show me jiggling asses. Like, mm -hmm. that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm your brain. Mm -hmm. But it's like a diet. Yeah, I was hearing Ryan Holiday was talking about information diets and like, are you watching your information diet? That's interesting. And I was like, what a great term. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really interesting to consider. But also, so anyway, what I'm saying is like, you need to look, I, I think I'm saying I need to look at certainly social media, certainly even YouTube. I, I catch myself thinking that YouTube isn't social media. I'm like, ever since it became an algorithm, it is. Yeah. You're, you're scrolling social media, just watching longer clips. Uh, all of these things are like junk food and, yeah. and but there's nothing wrong with junk food sometimes, but I think it would be helpful to have that feeling of like, this is my cheat day. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we'll get there. Yeah. I hope we'll get there because otherwise yeah. we'll look fit, but we'll be, you know, dollops of sour cream cooking on the mm -hmm. pavement in Harlem in 1976. Yeah. Our daughter's yeah. calling us. Okay, go ahead. Go this ahead. This is the first time we've been trying. We've tried to do. Yeah, this. we're trying to do this with. Yeah, Baba, Mama's coming. I'm coming, baby. This is the first time. Little little backstory. I've been traveling. I started to say I'm on a show called The Pradeeps of Pittsburgh, which I'm very proud of. I think it's going to be really really great. And I've been traveling for. Wow. Well, we did the shows in. Atlanta, Charlotte, and DC. And then I kept going. So that was four days I was gone. And then I kept going for uh, another week in Toronto. So we didn't have any time to do this episode. And <laughs> I'm sick. <coughs> and we're doing it now. 
What did she, what was cute? She's just cute and she, she just wanted, she said she wanted water and milk. <laughs> I want water and milk, please. <laughs> it was so cute. Okay, we were just saying information diet. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We got it. So got Super it, Bowl, go ahead. Oh, oh yeah. I'm that's so happy a, to be home. I'm I was so telling, happy you're home. I was telling the listeners, I was telling the weirdos. <laughs> That I've been away. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven days or so. Yeah. Twelve days maybe. Yeah. And a lot of travel. And that's why all my references are these <coughs> movies that you watch on an airplane. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Um, I know. It's been a long time since you've been Ooh. <laughs> Lots of loud things. A lot of here. noises, a lot this of noises. Is, what are they? I always forget. Foley artists. Yes, thank you. Um, Dave Foley artists, please. Um, uh, but the information thing is so fascinating and I've everything we know, obviously, but like I just the, I can feel how different my brain is that I can't just like sit. It's this, I don't know if it's the, the like constant, um, dopamine hits, I think it's a mix of that, like from social media, but also it's the, um, it's the, like, I, I don't, maybe being a mom or something. I'm like, it's so hard for me to just sit in a room. Like if I, even if I'm not going like, okay, I'm meditating, then I can do it. But if I'm like, I'm just going to like relax today and sit Mm. in a room. I'm like, but what do you mean? There's a, and do absolute zero. Yeah. I'm like, there's like, just think, just be, just, just be. like be, I can't, I really can't do it. Cause I'm always thinking of something that needs to be done or what I should be doing. Oh, I understand. So, yeah. But you've been with Lee, you've been traveling with Lee. So while I'm gone, your mom was here for part of it and you took her to see the cousins and stuff. Yeah. But that's a lot. Like you, it, yeah. you cover this all the time and to all the parents out there. That's like a, this, you know, it's real. It's, it's a real, it's a real thing. And so I think <laughs> half of the reason, like half of the time when I'm on Instagram, it's this weird thing where I feel like I'm getting something done, even though I'm not, do, I'm wasting time, but I'm yeah. doing something. I get that because I was on set and the, I, I just fell into looking at it yeah. again. Yeah. I say it like, this is how I talked about pornography when I was like, 19 <laughs> i've I fallen at it again, again. I yeah i looked at it again so i'm not mad at it i just notice and we've talked about this a million but like it's the same yeah. my brain just on in, while i'm watching on instagram it's almost pure it's jealousy it's it's hatred mm. it's judgment mm. it's you're an idiot you're an idiot mm. I, every once in a while it's a it's a dear friend of mine or something and i'm mm. like oh cool but like or it's stand-up comedy, and I'm just like, fucking another clip of crowd work? Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> That's the other thing I want to say. Two things I want to say. I want to talk about that nicotine withdrawal thing, which yeah. was so interesting to me. Yeah. And then also, because, well, we can start with that, but I also wanted to talk about, okay, I'm going to do this one first. Let's, I won't forget about nicotine withdrawal. Because I've been sick, and I had like a, I got to, went to the doctor, and everything's obviously not COVID, but it's like, some sort of sinus infection mm-hmm. and just coughing and coughing stuff up and just rough. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. 
so obviously everybody knows I do a, a lesson in the A Course in Miracles every morning. And the lesson is usually a, a couple pages of reading and then a practice. Mm. And when I was sick and like foggy and just like out of sorts, couldn't do it. Wow. And it was really, I say this as a, like a, it's a celebration. It's a good thing. It was humbling yeah, in this really important way. And I feel like we've talked about this sort of thing before, but I was like, oh my God, first of this is going to, I hope this doesn't sound condescending, but I'm like, some people, they're the way I am when I'm sick all the time. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, I wasn't dumb. Mm -hmm. I just mean like, I didn't have it. I didn't have mm -hmm. the, whatever claw picks up that toy in the Dave and Buster's claw machine. Mm -hmm. It was all oiled up and it couldn't get it. Just wasn't good, wasn't bad. It's just what was happening. Yeah. But I read it and it read like, like not gobbledygook. It just, I couldn't understand it yeah i couldn't connect with it yeah and so i was like okay that gives me more compassion more understanding for people that this type of approach is not maybe you're jam. more of a you know a whirling dervish maybe you're more of a dancer maybe you're more of a meditator yeah. maybe you're more of a sweat lodge maybe you're more of a psychedelic you know yeah. there's a million things you exactly. could exactly and i was like i but i changed like my access to my brain because of my sickness and I just today, I just did my lesson for the first time and I was like, okay, I'm, I can tell I'm getting better because I can understand this again. Yeah. But I was like, it was really nice and humbling to go yeah. like, that's, even that's not constant. I think Pete is this thing that can understand these things. No, here's yeah. a cold. Yeah. And now you don't get it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we've talked about this before, but we're looking for, um, treasure mm -hmm. that when they dissolve in our hands so we're holding a beautiful diamond and we want when that beautiful diamond disintegrates in front of our eyes that's old age that's illness yeah it's everything impermanent yes but your body oh, specifically yes. your body's impermanence yeah your impermanence you want that diamond that goes as your intellect goes as your ability to focus on those things goes mm -hmm. for a million reasons you want that diamond to leave just the smallest amount of residue. It needs to be able to be reducible to something simple like I am as God created me or God loves me or I am safe or mm. it's okay or I don't need to know. Yes. I'm comfortable not knowing. Yes. Even though I don't know, I know I'm safe. I know at other times I've experienced the feeling of knowing that I belong and uh, I'm safe. Yeah. So even when I don't feel it, I can go. It's like being depressed. Yeah. So that kind of leads to the nicotine thing. When I was having, we'll get to it, but I was basically going through this incredible withdrawal because I was chewing nicotine gum because I was sick and I needed anything to get me through the night. I just needed something to like pep me up. Mm -hmm. And I noticed a lot of people on set were using nicotine. So I was like, oh yeah, I used to do that. I'm going to do that. And I did. And it, and it did give me some energy mm -hmm. and some mental clarity. Mm -hmm. But then I, I threw it away to go home. Not because I think nicotine is necessarily wrong although or, or bad, mm -hmm. although I do have a, a feeling about it now. It was just like, Louis C.K. scandal noted, he has a bit about, I don't want another thing. Uh -huh. And I don't want another thing. And I've been that guy with nicotine gum where it's like, you're going on a road trip, where's my fucking gum? I'm going uh, to the airport, where's my fucking gum? I'm in the yep. car, where's my fucking gum? Like, yeah. you need it. Yep. I don't want another thing I need. I want fewer things I need. Yep. So I threw it away mm -hmm. when I left. I get to the airport and I've had enough sleep. Mm -hmm. I've had coffee. I've had food. I'm at the gate and everything sucks. I can't even explain what it's like when the black dog is visiting me. Yeah. Like 
everything is not only passively stupid, but I'm actively Mm. destroying it, Mm -hmm. destroying it. And I have the A Course in Miracles. I have Rupert Spira. I have Eckhart. Mm -hmm. I have Roar, Rob, all of those teachers are in there and I can hear it. And I don't like go get the fuck out of here. It's just so quiet compared to like, look at this fucking idiot eating eating chips or whatever, whatever yeah. you're doing. Yeah. I saw someone reading a book, but it was the wrong book. It's like <laughs> fucking dumbass book. Yeah. I, that's not even an, I can't do an impression of it because I can't access it. Right. So I was so bleak yeah. and dark having chewed nicotine gum. I don't know how many pieces, maybe it was, I got the low dose. It was probably, it was a, not a lot of nicotine. Mm-hmm. For four days, mm-hmm. day five, I throw it away, I go to the airport, and I had like the hugest withdrawal. I didn't think it would be enough to like reignite an addiction. I mean, yeah, that's not a long time. I was miserable. Yeah. I had, I, I threw out the whole box, but I had a couple pieces in my pocket. I chewed the couple pieces, it felt totally better. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And, and I've been trying to get, Dr. Andrew Huberman, who I think is great on my podcast, and he is, in my opinion, sort of famously talked about how nicotine is good for some type, some brain types. Mm. I think I might be one of those brain types. I think a lot of brain types like mine are those types of brain types. You can use it to treat ADHD, blah, blah, blah. Um, mood elevation, all these things. Yeah. But I, what? I know. How can we go around <laughs> saying something can help you? If the first day you stop taking it, you want to kill a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, it wasn't yeah. like hungry. Like I'm kind of irritable. It was like black death. Yep. Like I'm going to torch anybody. I really had to like coach myself to be like, don't say anything you're thinking and don't do anything you want to do. Mm. Like I wanted to like, I was still letting people cut me in line and stuff. I was able to have you know, agency over it. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do online at the airport, by the way, is be the guy that's like, I don't care. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Little virtue signal. Yeah. <laughs> but I was still doing that. But I, in my mind, the guy sitting next to me was an enemy. Yes. He was an enemy. Whew. And when I'm in a different way, the guy next to me is my brother. I, I don't mean mm. that in the like trite Hallmark movie way. I mean like literally. Yeah. Got out of my system. Literally by the time I had flown home, I had, sweated through it and got it out i know but like what the fuck like i'm gonna say it i'm not a doctor but i'm gonna say like sure maybe nicotine can help you in a very short term yeah but just know when you get off it you're gonna have okay let's be honest it's not like the worst thing in the world happened to me but you're gonna have four hours where where you're gonna like really 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 i think a lot of people would just not quit yeah. This is why we smoke and this is why we do the gum for 17, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what do you got? It's so interesting because I do feel the same way. And I actually, I'm not saying this is better. I guess I guess I think it's better <laughs> for us. But like, I, there's such a range of like, I know there are certainly like antidepressants and and different kinds of medications that people really do need. Like it's a chemical issue and you have to take it. It's something your brain isn't making. Exactly. And, and that's like a different thing. So let's put that over here. 
But like my, I was just talking to my mom, like I have a lot of family members who really it's, they're just like our parents' generation. And it's like, they make a pill for that. So I'm just going to take that pill. There's no problem. I don't care if I'm on 10 medications and some of these medications are just for the symptoms of the other medications that that gives me. And there's truly no there. They can't even fathom why you wouldn't just like I'm giving you, you have anxiety or you have um, high blood pressure or whatever. I have right. a pill for that. Right. Why wouldn't you just take the pill? Right. And my mom is similar to me, actually, which is interesting because she is in that generation of people who are like, it's almost like the pill thing is new uh, or was new to them where you're like, the concept of just why wouldn't you swallow a small circle and then have all your problems be yeah. <laughs> fixed? Yeah. Um, What's a material? It's the yeah. materialization, literally, of a solution. Yeah. And we love things you can buy. And we want just quick solutions, exactly. And also, you can hold it. It's in your shelf. Yeah. But it's so... I just... I can't... I'm, I see taking credit for it, even that phrase makes it seem like it's better to be the way that I am. And I'm really trying to not feel that way but I just like naturally have this thing where I don't want to be dependent on anything I don't want to be dependent on any material and even like I have to take a thyroid medicine that I and I I'm always looking into how to get off of that you know but I love that you have that too that's interesting yeah that's just like specifically for our personal childhood um, histories with like family members with addiction. There's just something that feels really good about both of us being on the same page of like, let's not have things that we need. Yeah. Okay. Two things. One, speaking of Dr. Andrew Huberman, I'm going to give my Huberman tips Mm because they make a difference. Uh, you said your thyroid, he takes, he recommends Brazil nuts, Brazil nuts. Ooh, Brazil nuts. Because they're very high in selenium. Yeah, I've actually heard so selenium. I put three Brazil nuts in my smoothies now. Cute. And that's for my thyroid. So you could you just those put are, three. That's what it's supposed to be. Because oh, I think yeah. it, you, a little goes a long way. Okay. And also get sunlight first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then also don't have your coffee 90 minutes until 90 minutes after you wake up. Anyway, those, those are my, are, those are my those Huberman, are Huber, tips. Huberman tips. So Let's, I'm in the airport. We, oh, sh- I was going to say, should we do the mid-rolls? Yeah, but. we can. But let me, I'm going to stick the landing on this final, final point. And then we'll talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Okay. <laughs> which is funny because uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. I have thoughts about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh boy. Here we go. (laughs) Sorry. I'm in the airport and I really can't even talk about it, except I want to share that that happens. Uh, The darkness descends. It's like being in the upside down for me. Yep. Except my upside down is Is a razor sharp rage. Yeah. 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 I was just going to say that. It's not a despondency. It's like you're all in my way. Yeah. You're all in my way. I don't even know where I'm going but you're all in my way. And you and I, it, it really does. <laughs> it feels good to say that. You're all like, in my way. This is helping me, yeah. like, you know, put some light on it. It really does get to the core of what we've discussed so much on this podcast, but the, like the core negative belief for you being like, I, people aren't safe. So I become a porcupine basically like, don't get near me. I'm yeah. sharp. I'll cut you. 
And I have the core negative, negative belief of like, I am not safe alone. So I need people to take care of me. Mm. And I, it just comes out in a way of like, so I take care of them so that then they will take care of me. Interesting. But (laughs) my version of that, and I've had it in the airport when I was in the airport too, is like, everything gets kind of gray and I just see like misery. I only see misery around me. And it's sort of this feeling of like, everybody's miserable. So they won't be able to take care of me if I panic. It's like, it, as I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, that sounds insane. Yeah, that's but that's what the feeling I'm is. I'm saying it's ridiculous. So you'll not be afraid. Yeah. Like the, basically what I do Somebody is, in your field of vision is having a fantastic day and, and there's so much so that they're like Indiana Jones and they Ex- hope someone has a problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's maybe one of the like distilled truths that I'll tell myself. I loved what you said about that. I think it's really important to have like the diamond, a few little diamonds I'm safe that you will always remember because you that can't work. I won't when I'm dying. That's my point. Yeah. Thanks for sticking the landing. When I'm dying, I won't necessarily be able to, I don't think I will brilliantly articulate the thought system of A Course in Miracles or Rupert Spira or no. anybody. But I can go like, it's okay. Absolutely. I and, think that, and, for, yeah. and you get practice with that because it's not just when you're dying. It's when you're panicking. It's yeah. when you're blind with rage. Yeah. It happens frequently. So yeah. for me, when I start to like spiral with anxiety... I all the I will have a moment where I'm like, what are my things again? I can't remember any of it. Like I can't yeah. get in touch with any of it. So I just remember you don't have to believe your thoughts and nurture your body. And that's like those are my diamonds. So it's it's like this very important if and I can at least remember those. Yeah. But um what I was gonna say is it's just fascinating because I know that moment where it is like a like the lens has shifted yeah. and now all of a sudden you're seeing it's like, this darkness thing. Yeah. And it's just interesting that for me, it's, it's, it really is the even more simplified version of it is, is this a safe place for me to have a panic attack? Yeah. Like, will I be cared for if I have a panic attack here? Yeah. And it's, I don't, it's just fascinating that yours is more like defensive and protective because I, I have experienced enough, anger to know how uncomfortable that can be but to me that that just because i'm used to the other one yours sounds better at least than that because i'm like at least you feel like strong and capable and confident i feel like i'm like i'm turning into like dust and i'm gonna fly away it's interesting let me give you a, a more clearer I saw these twin girls mm-hmm. and they were eating garbage. <laughs> By that, I mean junk food. Yes. And they were really, I just saw, look, look, I don't know how to talk about this, but they were, they were kind of having a, like a, kind of like a, not a very mindful. Yeah. Sh- uh, inhalation of a <laughs> lot of junk food. Yeah. And, but, but wait for where this goes, by the way, because it's not just me being like, what a bunch of dum-dums. I'm having my nicotine withdrawal. I don't know that. I'm watching them and I'm just like thinking about how sort of grotesque it is that these people, 
that look exactly the same can like sit in a like and I immediately was like this is their thing they like Mm. they have this unholy twin sync up and then they like if I was doing because I binge (laughs) if I was binging and there was another me also binging I'd be like hey it's sort of like you you're another me there's another you to enable you yeah so all of it was just wrong Mm. they're just like uh yeah, I thought meaner things, and I, but I'm not gonna say them. But like, there were twin jokes, and like, it's weird. It's it's you know, forget it. Yeah, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So to your point, that it's at least it's empowered. It was sad. It's so sad. It's what I don't like about my anger towards Brody. Is it's like I don't like these reminders yeah. that there's this ugliness, and by that, that's too judgmental. But there's this anger. Yeah. And well, it's I about can... it's all about the reaction it gets out of you. It's actually the thing is neutral. Right. The thing that you're judging is actually neutral. It's at a hundred percent. But your reaction. But dig this, dig this. What did I do? I got up and I went and bought Reese's Pieces mm. uh, coated pretzels. Yes. And I binged. And this is why the course in miracles really speaks to me. Mm-hmm. I'm watching them and I'm going like, the, the course would say, I am afraid of sin. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of my own evilness and, and just brokenness yeah. because I exist and God is one and I'm separate. So I must have, you could say, escaped or broken off of, or you could say I murdered God. Yes. I, I escaped. And by the way, look at a lot of other mythologies, stealing fire from the gods mm-hmm. or, or like, you know, break, stealing Taking life. the heart of Tefiti. Taking the heart of Tefiti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all stole the heart of Tefiti, which is one mm-hmm. and became separate and yep. became our own gods. Mm-hmm. So now I'm guilty about that. So now I look at everybody or you could just look at just pure psychology. I'm looking at these twin girls who looked a little bit like girl versions of me, by the way. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, what what fucking depraved, grotesque, disgusting, like look at that garbage. Then but underneath that, so I'm projecting it onto them. That's really how I feel about myself. Right. I want to eat that shit. And then yeah. I did go and eat that shit. Yeah. So there was another element which is like, I can't handle that they're eating the treats. Why do they get the treats? I get the treats. I get the treats. <laughs> then I ate the treats and that that's uh and I ate Skittles too. And I was like um, something else is going on here. <laughs> That's what so I realized. So do you think that that is... Okay, because I I was interpreting it as like a field trip into their experience in order to access compassion, which our friend Jen, who is your sort of like Course in Miracles buddy, is she does that and I think it's gorgeous like she has so many I won't share her exact examples but like it would be things like if she is judging someone for smoking she'll go and like or she like really wants a loved one to quit smoking she'll go and like smoke a cigarette Mm. to like get her in the experience (laughs) of that person so that she can understand it deeper no i was like now i have the candy <laughs> let's do the mid-rolls because this is too interesting i want to keep talking about this and we'll talk about the super bowl but we got to put them somewhere in the middle okay like, i think that's what the mid stands for will you do uh e-trade baby during the commercials for this like the super bowl yeah okay. sure plug plug <laughs> plug 
Pardon the interruption, weirdos. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but you know, most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can actually make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons, my incredible Raycon earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. They're perfect for the gym. They stay in place. They don't short circuit (laughs) when you get a little sweaty. They last an incredible amount of time. They keep my energy up and keep my gym routine. Let's just say, oh, let's make it 10 minutes longer. All right, the music is carrying me through. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds or low latency gaming earphones, Uh, or headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon has got you covered. And yep, Raycon start at half the price, half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't have to choose between products. You can get one of each, a pair and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Get the headphones, get another pair of headphones. Let's be honest. It's nice to have a travel set. It's nice to have one that's your everyday go around in your pocket ones. That's what I do. Even if you know you love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make you sure, make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. They even provide every purchase with a free return guarantee. So you can have uh, three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, awareness mode, custom gel tips for the perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit, crystal clear call quality, water and sweat resistance, and eight or 11 hours of playtime, depending on the everyday earbuds or the speaker. The earbuds is eight, the speaker is 11. So Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash weirdo today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash weirdo to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash weirdo. We're back. It's me, the E-Trade baby. <laughs> um, that's really interesting. I, I, I've thought about this a lot, which is that Ramdas would, when he was feeling too high and mighty, yeah. would go and eat at KFC. We've talked yeah. about that a million. I think it's great. Because that because that's very interesting to me. I think this is why Ramdas is so your guy because almost more than any other spiritual teacher that I have come across uh, he come across. He is um really talks about the anger, like dealing well, with judge, judgment and anger. He told me point like in personally. real life personally I love my anger. Mm, that's nice. And I was like, yeah, okay. I, I can love it too. I, I can yeah. love this whole experience, by the way. Yeah. He also says this really, and this. so Chris sent this to me, my other Course in Miracles buddy, because we like to find places where Ramdas is really saying something from A Course in Miracles. Mm. It's just interesting because maybe he was into it or maybe it's just everything, truth is truth sort of thing. But he was talking about the story about the man in the boat and it's foggy and he runs into the other boat and he starts yelling, watch where you're going. Then the fog clears and there's no one in the other boat. Mm-hmm. I've heard Ramdas tell that story many times mm-hmm. where he goes like, we're all going around getting mad at each other, but there's nobody in the other boat. Just another mm-hmm. way of expressing it's all one. Yeah. But then he goes, we walk around with these phantoms in our brain, like of our father. 
And it's like, and we say to this psychological image, I forgive you, dad. Mm. And he's like, but you might as well be saying it to a clock. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not real. It's just happening inside of you. It's so meaning there's another level to drop it. Mm. You can, you can forgive the puppets in your mind, or you can just go like, it's just a fucking puppet show and have that sort of deathbed realization of like, what are we doing dragging all of our memories and all of our past and contaminating this moment? Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. All we see is the past. Yes. All we see is the past. Yes. Okay. I've been doing this lately when I have um, a death fear, just going back to like the puppet show thing where like I was driving home and it was dark puppets (laughs) what we're forgiving puppets we're forgiving puppets i forgive you puppet (laughs) not even them um i'm having it like for myself where i'm realizing the part of me that i'm attached to is the puppet basically like Mm -hmm. as the ego uh and i so last night i was driving home in the dark and i was really like anxious in the beginning like i was like playing out I mean, it's this dark, but this is, these are the dark thoughts and this is why uh, we made it weird. Um, mm. So I was like playing out like, it. it's like this feeling of like, she didn't know that that day she was going to die, <laughs> like that yeah. this was the day she was going to die. Like she embarked on the, this journey home and like, she didn't know she would never make it home. Like that kind of thinking I, and then it's not a video podcast but i've been going like okay where's uh, the weird part yeah, yeah of constantly. course and then you like unfortunately we have so many movies where somebody's just like talking and fine and then like a bus hits yeah. the car yeah. you know so i'm like having those visuals and just and i'm like this is so unhelpful what am i doing so i kind of instead of just being like think about something else it was like all right stay with that then and play it out to its logical conclusion. Okay, you get in a terrible car accident. You're terrified the moment that it happens. You feel some pain. And then... Piece of the grave? Yes. It was, And it was like comforting where I was like, and then you just die. And then like, that's it. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's one of my favorite places because you can have it the other way where you're like, no, 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 no. You know, like yeah. That. And that and so it really I was really in that moment very clearly seeing death as like it's just like a getting through like a quick, scary moment. And then you, and then there's peace. <laughs> I think about this all the time. I have dreams about that, too. Mm. Ramdas would say you're afraid of death. What are you afraid of? Like pain? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, it's really is. It is. And I think um, Carrie Fisher said this. She she said something like this, where she was like, I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid of dying. I'm afraid of the the pain of dying. I'm afraid of being afraid of dying. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's right. And that's just like, I have anxiety about getting anxious. Yeah, it's, it's the same. But there is a, a strange... I don't know if it's mercy, but it's, it is. Ah, well, yeah, it's exactly. Not, it's not, ah, <laughs> yeah, mean, for it can, eternity. It, it can, you know, there's, there's certainly horrible things, but like mm-hmm. there is a, a snap. And there is, and the, the like final moment is 
is the the last thing we should be afraid of. It's like that's the piece. That's and that you know, right. there's plenty of people who are more into uh NDEs than I am that know but like near death experiences. Those are like the experiences are people like just so how many more people do we need to to see who like go knock knock knocking on death's door and come back and they're like it's the most incredible piece yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for like for us to not be afraid yeah i mean it's it's an unbelievable that we have that you'll gift. always be afraid if you think you're dying i think it, and, it, it's a real get over yourself. Yeah. It's a real get over yourself. It's moment. a real get over yourself. The moment. more you're like, this is everything. I'm everything. Pete's experience is ending. So everything that I've ever known is ending. That's why having a spiritual perspective, I, I always remember the doctor, Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew. I don't know. Dr. Drew. Yeah. Dr. Drew did my pod. And he was like, I've been with a lot of people who are dying and, and he's like, and the people who have a spiritual belief system yes. do do better. Yes. And I was, do, do, do. Do. And I was like, <laughs> that's of course, but I don't just want to think you're going to heaven. I want to think, uh, nothing's happening. There's a line in, in a course in miracles. And it's talking about the whole of existence, mm-hmm. our existence, mm-hmm. sep- separation, existence. And he goes, not a note in heaven song was missed. Like mm. you think there's this been this whole disruption. Like there mm. was the perfect oneness of God. We split off, did wars, did concerts, did Shakespeare, all this stuff. And it took millennia. And it's like, no, it, it, it was over before it began. It, it, mm. it, and it all happened at all at once. Right. It's one of those thought systems. It's like time is an illusion. It was just one big flat pancake. Mm. And, and it didn't disrupt the perfection mm. of God's love or your oneness. So today's lesson is I am as God created me. Mm. And that's nice if you if you want to be like Pink, the singer Pink or, or yeah. you know, Lady Gaga <laughs> born this way. It's not like that. Yeah. It's what you are deep down is, and this is kind of one of the huge points of, the, of A Course in Miracles and a lot of other teachers but it's like, you're sinless. You mm-hmm. think you're so guilty. Yeah. And that's why we're hiding. Again, this is Course in Miracles storytelling here. But it's like, we're hiding from God. And yeah. we're trying to make ourselves God. And this makes sense why Donald Trump puts his name on buildings. And I want to be on a billboard and all this stuff. Like, we want to save ourselves with our specialness. Right. So when I'm dying, my specialness is going away. I'm literally not here to maintain the garden of my specialness. My special hate. My special love with you. My special relationship with whatever. Yeah. So it's all going away. Or you can go like, no, I, I am as God created me eternally. Always. That's what I really am. Yeah. And nothing's happening. Nothing's going anywhere. Right. The most familiar part of you that has always been the same when you were five, when you were 13, when yeah. you were 19, today, when you, tomorrow, when you're doing a whole other thing. When I'm nicotine withdrawal, when, when I'm happy. Yes. The part of you that is is actually your most familiar because it has been the same the whole time Yeah, will live on. Right. Like that part is is eternal. Right. So it's actually the parts of you that you do say goodbye to on a daily basis. You said goodbye to the loving 
Like we're all one kind of connected feeling. Uh, well, in the me, airport. In the yeah, that feeling, not the like no, truth of it, but the the. It's part like watching Leela. Baby, baby Leela's gone. Ba- like, baby Leela is gone. Leela is gone. And she and now toddler Leela is here. And baby Leela died, and, and she and said goodbye baby to her, Pete died and, and we said goodbye to her. Teenage Pete is dead. Exactly. All. Like so, you're so you actually are good at already letting go of those changing parts of you and the part of you that sees it all remains and will always remain because not because it's like we leave the shell of our body and we float out and then there's this like essence and then we go into light or something it's more it's easier for me to access that truth when i go time is something that the brain can constructed so there only ever is this exact moment right now yeah and the awareness that sees this moment and because it's not on this this like conveyor belt of time it's actually just all right it's here, all right here then it was never born and it never dies yeah so it's just this just, yeah. it's just this. And this, this <laughs> is the same this that we've said this point before. I'm not saying we've said this point before, like boring. I'm saying like, yeah, it was the same this that we're saying this, this time. <laughs> I love the Meister Eckhart thing too. It helps me. It's like the eye at which I look at God is the same eye that God looks at me. Mm. It's like, there's only one mm-hmm. awareness. You could say the moment at which I look at God is the same moment God looks at me Yeah, because there is no time. Right. It's a great relief. So when you're dying to to have an awareness of like nothing's happening, I'm still you know it, it, yeah. it, it's hard to it's hard to talk about, I guess. But I do like past this point. What I would if I were like to make design my dream death, how I would want to feel about it is both is knowing that what is essential and the most cozy, familiar part of me that I know, the deepest part of me, mm. is one with everything and will remain and cannot die. And I want to also be able to like have a beautiful montage with the like gorgeous song yeah. <laughs> in my mind of everything that I did get to experience and all the memories. And no, like, you're good at, at helping me remember that I want that. Yeah. Because, too. and and it's not the like to honor the incarnation to honor the incarnation. Cause this is stunning. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And we got to do it. Like let's acknowledge it. Even if it is just phantoms in our mind of, yeah. you know, memories or whatever. Let's just watch the real. It's so, it's so lovely Yeah, and honor the real. Cause for whether, you know, whether we chose it, whether it was a mad idea, whatever you want to say, God us this exact incarnation, right? it happened as much as anything else. So let's just like, love it. Mm. Why not? Mm. That's what I think. Anyway, go, Eagles? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I just, Wait, is a Seahawk an eagle? I'm that's just kidding. Leela's <laughs> asked me a couple times, what's an eagle? <laughs> I don't know. She's like hearing about it because of America. America bird. While we are having this conversation, uh, and again, this now that I'm saying this, it sounds like I'm like judging it. I'm I'm pointing out how very different I've strayed, <laughs> like how far I've strayed. My family, the rest of my family is like eating Fritos and chili and watching the the Super Bowl, which we used to do. It's on now? No, I guess it's on at 
three. Um, Good, because I want to get this to Katie before she's watching it. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I lo- I actually have very fond memories of the Super Bowl. My f- my family, it was always a big deal for my family, and we used to have the like home group. So we, I don't know if this is like a common thing in church. I don't know if you had it, but it was my favorite part of church, and you'll understand why because I was always me in this way where you have the bigger church and then you have home groups and that's like Bible studies basically. But it's, but it was always my favorite. So it's like once a week, this, you know, the same group of people comes over and my mom would like put out like a bunt cake and Mm. coffees Mm. and we would sit all around the couch. And like, at first I would just like play with the kids. But then as I got older, I would start to join in. And so Mm. for as long as I could remember, we would have our home group over on Super Bowl Sunday. My mom would make like a a bunch of like basic sort of, you know, or traditional Super Bowl appetizers. But the two constants were (laughs) little Smokies, you know, little Smokies. Wieners. Yeah. The like Vienna sausage kind of like little wieners in a crock pot, just in boiling uh, or bubbling barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. And then... I just got heartburn, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing she made, and I don't know where she got this idea, but she made it my whole life. And I can even picture the bowl that she would use, which was just like a basic plastic beige bowl. It wasn't like this like serving dish. Mm. She would put paste picante in a bowl and then shredded cheddar cheese like a lot of it mixed in there and we would eat it with your mouth is watering it's so disgusting it's so good Mm. yeah yeah. i'm just saying this as facts no no opinions about it in fact i have like like very fond memories of it uh and we would eat it with cool ranch doritos already already a billion flavors in that chip and we're like you know what this needs more yeah, yeah, yeah. salsa and intense flavor it's like dipping a sour patch kid in in fun dip yes exactly yeah. that's perfect and so we would have that and have like cans of coke and my mom would m- oh yeah this is great we yeah and we would play a game where it brought up a point oh go ahead no no uh, just because you won't forget right cans of coke made up a game yeah I got a lot of emails about how we were talking about how there's no white culture. This is white culture. Right. People, I, I thought that was a learning moment for me. I was like, oh, of course. Cans of Coke, paste picante with, chill, uh, with cheddar cheese. That's white culture. Yeah. Blue jeans, rock and roll. It's like when we say like we have no culture. We really mean we don't, we don't have a very long history no it's a short culture, culture but yeah, it yeah. is a culture yeah yeah it's Far- as much of a culture like as farmer's market <laughs> what farmer's market it's like there's um uh like sh- i think there's like something like shit white people like or something like a follow and it's like it's like a farmer's market like that's patagonia a, i would say that's an upper class white culture but like yeah, american sure. culture at large it's certainly meaning my culture and your dad's Texarkana culture, we can agree on a few things. Blue jeans, Coca-Cola, rock and roll. Yeah, Americana. Football, movies. This yeah. is a culture. I would call that white culture. I wouldn't call it American culture, just because America has a million cultures. It, it. is American. I, I hear that. And 
immigrants like my mother coming to this country that want to assimilate. And, and that, that can be a real need. Like you want to blend, you want to fit in. Yeah. That's how you, you could do it. I guess what you're hearing is I'm trying to s- steer away the like thinking that America is white. Like American culture is white. Right. It's like, that's not ever what we were. We were like, I mean, it no, happened I understand. to be that the first, I understand. you know, people that, that stole even, the land were white. E- but. Sure. But even certainly Mexican Americans are drinking Coca-Cola, going to the movies, watching football. Well, like it doesn't have to be. That's why I'm also even rock like, and roll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If they want to be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're try- <laughs> yeah, it's so funny how uncomfortable we are speaking pejoratively about anything these days. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm respecting your desire to not say anything like America is white or everybody in America likes Coca-Cola. I'm, right. I'm with you. Yeah. I understand. And also we can say that that's American culture to a certain extent. White American culture. White American, yeah. I'm but also, you know, American. show me a Sudanese immigrant that lives in Manhattan that doesn't drink a Coca-Cola every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, but also they drink even better Coca-Cola in Mexico. <laughs> I suppose. Where'd they get it, though? Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> it's an American. In the same way that we eat pizza, we go, this is Italian. Yes, yeah, that's true. Coca-Cola is American. It is. Budweiser's American. Yeah, it came... This is American culture. That's right. Okay. I, 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 I am totally for it, it being called American. It's just, I don't know if I, I just am like, I already said it. I'm, I'm wary of it being like white culture is American culture. That's what I'm trying to. I understand. And I, I appreciate that and I respect it and I agree with you. Yeah. I'm yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm trying to think of something that seems super like, uh, Asian or Middle Eastern or something, but is American, but I can't do it, but there is something. (laughs) Uh, okay. Well, now I just like we're off the subject of Super Bowl, so I don't. Well, you were like... just making me hungry anyway. <laughs> like I should have known it was just going to be food stuff. Well, uh, this is the one part that wasn't food stuff was that we would play a game where uh, you hold a football, like somebody holds a football, mm. and every time there's a new play, you pass it. But the person like has to be paying attention because you don't have to pass it unless they like ask for it. And if whoever's holding the football when a touchdown is made gets a little gift. And my mom used to like have all these little... Like pass the parcel. Yeah, like pass the parcel. But she used to have like go to like, you know, the dollar store or something, put together like, you know, a candle and a gift card and whatever and put them in like the bags with the tissue paper. And if you were holding the ball while the touchdown was playing, then... Or, you know, was playing. I don't know how to talk about football. Touchdown occurred. (laughs) Occurred. Uh, You get a little present. Well, that's the most your mom thing I've ever heard in my life. So there is like... It's also very sweet. Yeah. Mine was just my dad. We Like, again, I really want to make sure Leela grows up in more of that. Here she is. Hi, LJ. Hi, boo. More of what you're saying. You did so good. I did. We're using your nugget cushions. I'll give them a free Here, plug. Come here, Bubba. Let's, we'll do the For intro with Leela. Leela, can you say keep it crispy? Here, say it into this microphone. Say keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Boots. 